hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on it so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com drink. That's rosettastone.com drink. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc. And the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc.com slash drink. Birthday month is over. We're all crying here. Happy July. It's July. Ugh. I'll see you for our birthday month in 11 months. Okay, bye, everybody. See ya. (laughs) JK, July is a fun month. Welcome to our listeners story. July listeners episode. We're very excited. Um, We've gotten a lot of good stories. Eva says they're pretty creepy and heavy this time around. Yep, so I hope everyone is feeling like they need to hear something really dark, because (laughs) that is how this is going to go. I guess that's kind of the point of our podcast anyway, so. If this, for some reason, happens to be the first listeners episode that you are a part of, welcome. (laughs) This is where we do not actually report on stories, but we read your stories aloud. Yes, Eva hand selects them. Hand selects them. So we also have not read them, so we are going to react with you. Correct. So if you would like to ever submit your own personal paranormal or true crime story and have it potentially in the running to be something we read out loud for you then you can send them over to and that's what we drink at gmail.com that's right and you may be selected yay yay all right um cool so i think you're starting i'm starting i'm starting i'm starting i'm starting all, all right. right let's get going so this is from kaylin uh this the subject title is a true crime story with a hint of ghost okay okay kaylin's playing to both of us here okay kaylin i see your game i see okay, your kaylin i'll bite so kaylin says Hey guys, I love, love, love your podcast and thank you so much for it. 
You're welcome, Kaylin. Oh, you're so welcome. That's all Kaylin had to say. Just okay. kidding. Uh, this is a story about my great-grandmother since we live in South Africa. I would have sent you the newspaper article, but it's in Afrikaans. Oh, no. So you guys wouldn't really understand it. That, well, That's that... a way to assume and be correct at the same time. Yeah, way to really know us very, very well. I've known her as great-grandma Kitty. Is there a theme already? Adorable. Is cats Eva! the theme? <laughs> Eva. Also, if you're new there, we've realized that as soon as we handed the reins over to Eva, every series of stories has its own little theme. Except once she's like, there's literally no theme. Yep. And we were like, what's, th- I don't know. And then I, I think Eva felt bad and now there's always guaranteed a theme. So last time was potentially cheese. Or we just demand a theme now. We do. Well, it's working because. Is this- that the theme? Yeah, because she said in the email there's no theme, Em. So I'm like, what are you talking about? You don't think I'm going to make a theme? Oh, well, yeah, sure. Okay. So I think it's, it's Afrikaans. The, the theme is currently <laughs> African cats. South African cats. Maybe you subconsciously made a theme. Eva, I know what you did. You're telling me there's not a theme. I know there is. <laughs> okay. I've known her as great-grandma Kitty. In Afrikaans, it's U- Uma Kitty. Oh, okay. like Uma in German. Maybe it is O-U-M-A? Is that what it is? Oma? Uh, German's O-M-A, but maybe. Maybe it's Oma Kitty. Uh, Which I think is really close to German, like Oma Kitty (laughs) in German. Wow, okay. (laughs) Wow. Kaylin and I just get each other. It's fine. Yeah, it's very weird. Wait, maybe I do speak Afrikaans. Actually, are you Kaylin? Wait, hold on. Are you a cat? I think so. Now I'm really having an identity crisis. Moving on. They're actually studying German as their third language. Really? Mm-hmm. Kaylin, you're beating me. So, Kaylin says, she was 85 at the time and living alone with her dog on the farm uh, a couple of kilometers, kilometers, kilometers. kilometers. <laughs> the, um, the American in me is jumping out. Here we go. A couple of kilometers. I see what happened there. You did that on purpose. I know. I know. You know, know. I know you know. Uh-huh. Kilometers. Sorry, you can tell I'm like fresh out of America and I don't know how to say fresh kilometers. Fresh out of America. Yep. And still in America, so you're still really... Fresh out and fresh in. Uh-huh. Uh... A couple of kilometers away from my grandparents, she was in bed around 10 or 12 o'clock at night. Not 11, though, apparently. Uh, <laughs> when she heard someone on her roof, she had a shotgun. Santa? Okay, kitty. Oh, I went a different direction with that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Is Santa the theme here? Wait a minute. Oh, my kitty. Oh, my kitty. Uh, kitty claws. So, oh, kitty claws. Hold on. Everyone's already quit the show. Sorry. Uh, Kaylin's like, get through this fucking yeah, story. Yeah, Kaylin's like, I wish I never sent this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Oma Kitty had a shotgun. Yeah, she did. And went to, uh, went to go get it and sat on her bed waiting. Uh, her dog didn't even move at all of the noise. So, it turns out uh, two of the workers broke open her roof and broke into her house. Oh, my, oh, my God. God. What? She said she saw their flashlights searching <gasps> around the house. They took off their shoes, probably not wanting to make any noise. Uh Uh-uh. She poured the shotgun around the corner, took a shot. Both of them dove out of the windows of the rooms they were in. They cut the phone line, so she had no way of contacting anyone. So she sat in her bed with her shotgun and waited until someone arrived. A while later, my grandparents built a flat across from their house, so she wouldn't be too far away. Not one of the workers got caught, but she sometimes worked to a point... she sometimes pointed to a worker and said to the grandfather that that was him. No. So she knew who it was. She had a hunch. Yeah. Okay. Every night she would walk around both houses with her shotgun just to scare them off. She died, but some of the workers still believe that she walks around the house at night. <gasps> I have a couple others too, but I'm lazy to type right now, but I'll send them eventually. Thanks so much, you guys. Wow. That just gave me goosebumps. I can't imagine 
seeing someone like I I mean I'm very very lucky I'm very lucky and I've never had anyone break into my house it's the worst thing I can't imagine the fear it's like the most yeah it's like the most terrifying I mean and like can you imagine though being the person who broke in and you're like tiptoeing in your socks and then a fucking shotgun like blast through the I mean, I'd be out that window. Anyone too. breaking into a house should probably experience that. Yeah, I think, I think so. maybe that hopefully scared them away, at least from Oma Kitty. Wow. Okay. Wow. That was startling. Okay. Well, thank you for setting us off for these stories in the right way. I do love that some of the workers still believe she prowls with her shotgun. And they're like, even though the house is now empty, don't go in there now. I wonder. You know? <laughs> oh, I love that. All right. So I love that I demanded a lot of true crime and then uh, everybody stepped Everyone up. Everyone listened. Everybody stepped up, and then Eva was like, okay, Christine, I'll, I'll do that for you. So, what do we have here? This one is from Shelby. Okay, hi, Shelby. It is called Before the Starcourt Mall for Stranger Things 3 Ooh. was a movie set. Uh-oh. It was the site of a fellow classmate's murder. <gasps> oh, no. What? Hi, I'm Christine, Eva, and Fur Babies. In honor of July 4th coming up, as well as the Stranger Things Season 3 premiere, I thought I'd share a story about the grisly murder of a girl who I went to high school with that took place at the same mall used for filming the new season of the show. Mm. In October 2017, a 19-year-old girl named Silling Mann was reported as missing by her uncle. A couple days later, Mann returned home. However, in early November of the same year, she went missing again. This time, her family did not report her missing as they had before, because obviously... Uh, this was becoming a new normal, and they thought she would return home as she did prior. Unfortunately, the family was incorrect. Man would never return home to them again. She was said to have run away with her boyfriend, a guy I also went to high school with, named Emmett Davis. Mm. The couple stayed in hotels around Gwinnett Place Mall in the weeks leading up to Man's murder. One of the managers at a hotel which they were staying noticed bruising around her eyes. Uh-oh. And he, uh, the manager called the police. Man refused to speak to the authorities. People who knew her stated that she had become unrecognizable before her death. Shit. Man and Davis were last seen together wearing matching tracksuits and sunglasses around town. Okay, that part I can relate that to. That part looks like the emoji of that the That part two. sounds like something you and I would do. I Correct, yes. Um, they sported these tracksuits when they were last seen in a tattoo parlor getting facial tattoos. Okay, something we could also relate something to, I think. maybe we'll do. I mean, fingers crossed. Which was unlike Man's behavior... Uh, said her family and friends. The last individual who saw her was her manager at the Michael Kors at a different Metro Atlanta mall when she went to pick up her last paycheck. She was still in the matching tracksuit. The manager was so disturbed by her appearance, she also called the police. Unfortunately, they arrived too late. The last activity on cell phone and credit card records shows that Man and Davis were at Gwinnett Place Mall on November 30th. This is where her body would be found in an abandoned subway inside oh, no. the mall. Oh, no. On December 21st of 2017. Shit. I know you're thinking, what? How can you hide a murder victim, an actual decomposing body in a mall in a public place right. for over 20 days? 20 days. Absolutely In not. a subway restaurant, an abandoned subway restaurant. Well, Gwinnett Place Mall is no longer the busy shopping center as it used to be. The mall lost its sparkle when rent became too expensive and big name stores ended up moving out. A lot of the stores inside the mall are sitting vacant and the decor looks like it ex did in the late 80s, early 90s. Which is probably why it's used for a movie set set in the got 80s. It, That's got very it. interesting. Sadly, man was found by a maintenance worker almost mummified in a puddle of her own blood. Holy shit. Still in the tracksuit she had been seen in previously. The tracksuit, however, oh my, was designed to keep heat and it progressed the decomposition process. Oh she God. was barely recognizable. The face tattoo she had gotten a month before death could not even be seen. 
The autopsy shows she died of asphyxiation, had four broken ribs, and she had been stomped on, leaving her with a fractured finger and wounds on her nose and oh lips. Oh my god. Man looked as if she was dragged through the blood, indicating she may have been killed and taken to this location. Here's the kicker. Emmett Davis, her boyfriend, left his fingerprint in the blood. What a dumbo. Two days after her body was discovered, he pawned her cell phone and retreated to New York. Retreated sounds like he just, like, retired and right. uh, went golfing. It's like, well, time to go back to my estate now. Okay. In June of 2018, Davis returned to Lawrenceville, Georgia from New York and was arrested for the murder and aggravated assault of Schilling Man. Turns out he had an abusive history towards his previous girlfriends. What a shocker that is. Mm. Not. It's an absolutely sickening story. It's beyond sad to recognize the faces on the news. And now it is strange to see a show that I completely adore being filmed. Not only 10 minutes away from where I went to high school, but in a location that has such a sinister vibe surrounding it than ever before due to this tragic story. I know that was heavy, but I love the podcast and enjoy listening to it on Mondays to make my day a little better. You guys are the best. With love, Shelby. Wowza! That was... Eva, you didn't come to fucking play today. That's so wild, though, because, like... Stranger thing, like you watch the show and now you know. Well, now like, I'm gonna set. watch the mall the whole time. And be like, oh no, is that the subway? Is that the subway? Right, right, right. Oh my god, how terrifying! The maintenance. Oh my god, uh, oh. that's horrible. Twenty oh. days. Twenty days. That's terrible. Anyway, wow, I never knew that. Oh my goodness, never knew that. Okay, thank you, Shelby. Thank and you. And I'm so sorry. That's yeah. really fucking terrible. Both I of those people were in high school. News. Yeah, with her. Wow. Okay, um, somehow moving on. This is from Maria. Hi, Maria. That's my middle name. Okay, this is from Christine Maria. Um, <laughs> the subject title is Listener True Crime Story. He had a ski mask. Forget about it. Okay, you get all the like home invasions today. This one came in on uh, my birthday. Oh, yeah? That's fun. That's fun. They were thinking of you, obviously. Obviously, obviously. He had a ski mask. <laughs> <laughs> so Maria says, hi, friends. Hey. Uh, I was listening to the most recent listener stories episode, wondering why none of these ever happened to me. And then I realized oh, I no. totally did. Don't think that way. Great. Otherwise you'll jinx it. <laughs> oh boy. That makes me scared already. Yeah, don't. <laughs> uh, this takes place a couple of years ago during my junior year in college. I lived in a house off campus with a few friends. And as I was about to leave for class, I heard someone walk onto our front porch. At this point, it was about 10, 10 30 in the morning. So I figured it was the mailman and thought nothing of it. I grab my things and head out the door. When I get outside, I see a man walking down my porch steps. Surprise, it's clearly not a mailman. Mm. He turns around and I realize he's wearing a ski mask. Oh, oh my God. That is not what you want to see when you open the door. I freeze and we both kind of look at each other for a few seconds until he laughs nonchalantly, turns around and continues to his car parked near the bottom of the uh, steps. I'm glad he was fucking amused. Okay. I was home alone at the time. So after he drove away, I call my roommates and explain what I saw. I was weirdly calm considering what had happened, but my roommates told me to go to the police station on my way to school. I explained what I saw and they take down some notes, but unfortunately I didn't have very much helpful identity identifying information. He was wearing a ski mask, so I couldn't see his face or hair. He was wearing jeans and a plain jacket. He drove a relatively common car and I didn't see the plate number. Wow. I tried to see it, but he was parked with the front of his car toward me and he was maybe a little less than six feet tall give or take. So basically I'm giving an accurate description of half of the U S male population. <laughs> also, since none, nothing had really happened. They said they would drive around the neighborhood and take a look, but explained there wasn't much else they could do. Wow. A few days go by and I kind of forget about it until I saw on the news that someone was shot and killed <gasps> on the next street over. Oh fuck. By a man wearing a ski mask <gasps> after an attempted robbery. Oh my God. The guy had a gun. <sighs> 
I still wish I could have done more to help prevent what ended up happening. Thankfully, though, he was caught a few days later after the shooting occurred and was just sentenced recently to life in prison. Wow. Oh, my God. Sorry, the story is pretty dark. Love you guys, Maria. Maria. But I... also think of, like, how close she was to death. Like, oh, yeah. Like, truly, the guy just, like, stares at her and then and laughs. just laughs like, haha, you have no idea how lucky you are. <sighs> Also, like, he didn't try to break... It's like he was on the front porch, and then... He probably tried, like, the door windows or something. Oh, maybe. Is what I would think. Oh, I was thinking, like, maybe he got up on the porch and then, like, decided he wasn't gonna go through with it. And then when they saw each other, he, like, laughed, like, oh, you're lucky I'm not going through with it. I, I assumed know. he, like, tried the door and windows. That's probably more realistic, but also something I am afraid to think about. But, like, just lock your fucking door, man. But, like, seriously, that's so scary. Well, and it's terrible. She's like, I wish I could have done more. I mean, you know, it's not her fault that this guy kept right. murdering people. Like, I hope she doesn't feel guilt Shit. about that. What was her name? Maria. Maria. Yikes. Wow. That's a good one. Oof. Well, I'm so glad that you're safe, at least. Yep. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Yikeroonies. If thinking about salsa in a variety of delicious flavors and heat levels makes your mouth water, you need to check out Green Mountain Gringo. And make sure to turn the jar around and take a look at its clean backside, a list of its all-natural ingredients. Of course, that's what I meant, of course. And all their products are preservative-free, too. With the medium salsa, you get hearty chunks of tomatoes, tomatillos, peppers, and onions in every scoop, I'm reading the ad and my mouth is watering. Uh, anyway, the hot salsa brings flavorful heat to every meal with each bite containing jalapenos, serrano peppers, and other savory herbs. Plus, they've got a hot sauce with a tangy, spicy flavor that enhances the simplest of meals. It's perfect for avocado egg toast or tacos. I sort of feel like they're reading my mind because I put salsa on almost everything, but specifically, I use their salsa. I use usually the medium salsa and then uh, also the hot sauce on my avocado egg toast. And I don't know how how the script knew that maybe everybody eats this but i always make toast with avocado and then i put scrambled eggs on top and i put salsa i can't eat it without salsa and the green mountain gringo is always there for me in the fridge because it really adds to i mean any meal if you're me but definitely the eggs avocado toast situation visit greenmountaingringo.com and start shopping use the store locator to find green mountain gringo products get inspiration for recipes and purchase products using promo code podcast 24 for 20 percent off that's promo code podcast 24 and don't forget to check out their backside <laughs> By now, you've probably heard about Burrow, a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs, durable materials, and details that make life in your space easier. Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant cushions with easy assembly and disassembly this is the perfect thing for your outdoor space they also just launched a new standing desk co-pilot with adjustable height a durable scratch resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever i'm in the market for a new desk um, so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark and of course there's burrow's legacy seating collections like the nomad and range now available in new colors and m and i that's like the only piece of furniture i think we actually share is our burrow sofa in the podcast department love that thing and that's why we drink listeners 
listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W.com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. And Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. All right, so this one comes from Jillian. Cool, man. Is that okay? Can go with that. Cool. <laughs> Got it. Gave you a chance to word bird. Cool. Sub Jillian. Subject is a murder birthed me. Absolutely not. Allegedly. That's more like it. Hi, I'm Christine. I just started listening to your podcast two weeks ago, and I'm only up on episode forty, so maybe someone else has covered this. If not, I want to tell you a quick story that has swept the town of Syracuse, New York, in the past few years because there's literally nothing else to do there. So in the area, there are only a few OBGYNs that are relatively popular. One of those doctors, Dr. Robert Neulander, Newlander, well, she gave me the pronunciation because she knew I'd fuck it up. Well, at least it's better than me yesterday with Edinburgh. Oh my. Edinburgh? I'm such a fucking idiot. Uh, no, but it's fine. Not. No, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, okay. Dr. Robert Newlander was the OBGYN to many of the moms in our area, including my own mother. This means he literally was the first person to see my brother and me come into this world. My mom adored him, as did most moms who had worked with him. Well, in 2012, the news came out that his wife had suffered from a stroke and fallen in the shower and died. (gasps) While Dr. Newlander was out on a run at the lake. When he came back with coffee in hand for her, he found her dead in the shower. What the Mm. frick? However, many people didn't think this was actually the case. When the investigators got there, they found her laying in the bedroom next to the bed. Blood was pulled on the floor and spattered on the walls, headboard, and blinds. Oh, shit. When questioned about this, he said that he had to move her from the bathroom to the bedroom so he could perform CPR on her. Okay. Which you can hear their daughter pleading with him not to do in the 911 call. Mm. The police accepted this reasoning at the time, even though anybody with any sort of medical experience knows not to move a body with head trauma. Right, he's a doctor. Right. That just occurred to me. 
So he knows better He's than like anyone. A medical doctor. Yeah. Uh, knows not to move a body with head trauma because you don't want to risk a spinal injury. Okay. Then Dr. Mary Jumbalik, well, didn't give me a pronunciation for that one. Nope. That was all guess. Great. Dr. Mary Jumbalik, the retired county chief medical examiner and friend to Leslie Newlander, so the wife, asked the DA to look into a potential homicide as rumors began. Oh, my God. So her friend is the chief medical examiner. Mm. <laughs> Good luck to the husband. Oh, my God. As rumors began circling that their marriage had been rocky. When she looked into the head wounds that supposedly came from a fall in the shower, she said that she had only seen those in blunt force trauma cases and other major incidents, but not Uh-oh. but not from a fall in the shower. Oh, no. Dr. Newlander even testified that he and his wife were going to try a trial separation because they had been having problems. Oh, boy. Another inconsistency was that the bed Leslie had been found next to was pristine and had new sheets on it, and the housekeeper who had just changed the, changed the sheets days before noted that the sheets on the morning of Leslie's death were different than the ones she had just put on the bed. Oh, mm. interesting. Mm. The daughter, however, was an eyewitness and had called 911 upon her father's request. That's so sad for the daughter. Fuck. When he found his wife's body. She remembers being in her mother's room the night before Leslie's death, and she testified that the sheets had not been changed. She says that the first time she saw blood was when she saw her mother's body in the bathroom, even though she has heard saying there is blood everywhere before she made it to the bathroom. Oh, my God. She also remembers seeing her father take off his shirt that was covered in blood and <gasps> throw it to the side of the room, which the defense says caused some of the blood spatter, but the prosecution says was him trying to hide evidence. I see. Long story short, here's what the prosecutors say he did. Dr. Newlander and his wife had been having issues and she was going to leave him. A family friend even said she was about to sign a lease in an apartment soon. He couldn't deal with this, so he tried to kill her in the early morning in the bedroom Shit. by hitting her over the head with some unknown weapon. She didn't die yet and she tried to escape from him. So she ran to the bathroom, but he got to her and finally killed her in the bathroom. Oh my god. He took the sheets and the weapon and brought the evidence to the lake and threw it into the lake, which is too deep to search. After this, he came back, found, quote-unquote, his wife in the bathroom, and asked her daughter to call 911 as an alibi and manipulated her. So he went and bought coffee and stuff. Like, remember, because he came home with he likes, coffee you, for her? Ugh, that's sick. Um, and asked her daughter to that, call 911. I was going to say, that makes me feel bad for, like, people who work at Starbucks. It's like someone could be coming in oh, to get God. coffee for an alibi. Yeah, I guess so. Shit. Huh? Hey, uh, barista, you're subpoenaed for, uh, to, hey, can to I have testify. a nitro cold brew? Yeah, I murdered my whole family, uh, but, like, don't worry about that part. But you're gonna need to testify that I was right here. Right, exactly. At 1125. Um, right, so he asked his do her daughter to call 911 as an alibi and manipulated her into thinking he had found Leslie's body. However, because there was blood in the bedroom already, he had made a reason, or he had to make a reason for her blood to be in the bedroom mm -hmm. since he killed her in the bathroom. So he dragged her from the bathroom into the bedroom under the guise that he couldn't do CPR in the bathroom before the daughter could notice. He was found guilty and sentenced to 20 years to life while his daughter screamed, I was there, you didn't do it. Oh, no. God. All f oh, God. All four of their children and Leslie's family, even her sister, believe that Dr. Newlander is completely innocent. Oh, my oh, God. what? And was just in shock to find his wife, which is why he moved her. Much of the community believes this, too. My mom believes that he found her dead in the shower and wanted to preserve her dignity, so he brought her into the bedroom. A lot of people also think that rumors spread through the town and that the retired county medical examiner unfairly persuaded the DA to prosecute because oh. she was grieving the loss of a friend. 
Got it. Recently, texts were found on one of the jurors' phones that the court believes could have influenced her into finding him guilty. So the case is being appealed. Oh, wow. Uh, so there was jury... What's it called? Manipulation. <laughs> philandering i like that like um when there was philandering going on there's sure. there's a lot of philandering yeah yeah um this case has completely divided the city and was even featured on a cbs special called the doctor's daughter anyways that's the story about the man who birthed me allegedly murdering his wife uh, uh, however it's not as technically alleged because he was convicted right but alleged i guess in the eyes of most people yes Thanks for the podcast. I work in a lab and listen to it all day until I'm there alone at night. Then I need to turn on music instead because I get too scared. Say hi to baby G for me and give him a good pat on the head. He's so handsome. Mm. Hashtag team wine from Jillian. Thank you, Jillian. Wow. What a crazy connection, though. Oh that like you're, You were birthed by this person. Jeez. <laughs> or like delivered, I guess is the word. Delivered. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully not birthed. Oof. Um, holy crap. Uh, I was going to say something. Um, That's bananas. What's the fucking word jury thank you <laughs> people are gonna text it at me i need to remember it when you like mess with the jury oh god messing with the jury jury tampering oh sorry okay tampering tampering all right got it philandering <laughs> philandering <laughs> all the same all the same so uh this story this is a bonus story right or no yeah. No, we saw I got saw out one more. And you got one more. Oh shit, sorry. I'm like Are you okay? No. <laughs> okay. That's okay. I've got you. <laughs> so this is from Leonette. Oh. And uh the subject is day drinking took a weird turn. It always does. So she says howdy. Howdy. Uh so after being on the fence for some time, I decided to reach out to y'all and share a little story you may or may not enjoy. Great. 50 50 odds so that. far. I live in downtown San Antonio, a cute little loft over a tattoo shop. I like it so far. Yeah. Uh, it's generally pretty cool, both hip and happening. Oh, yeah, I love it. We're so hip and happening. I'm, uh, you're hip, I'm happening. Um, sure. Okay. But to the surprise of no one, it isn't the safest area. Night as the night has the occasional police siren, and there is a slowly increasing homeless population, a lot of immigrants, both legally and illegally, seeking, sil- seeking asylum here. Okay. Uh, there are often these. They are often the sweetest people, but at night, as a twenty-something-year-old woman, you don't care how nice a stranger approaching you is. You just want to mind your own business and, of course, watch out for the not-so-sweet people. Sure. Sure. One day, I got unusually lucky and was released from work early. Like any responsible adult, I told all my friends to meet me down at downtown ASAP for an extended happy hour. Hell yeah! It was an ex- it was an extra extended hour and just the right amount of happy. Uh, <laughs> Around midnight, I walked home. It was only a few blocks away, and I was confident I would be fine. Oh, boy. Oh, no. It is, after all, the river walk. There are always people around. It was an easy walk, but when I got close to my place, I noticed a man slouched in front of my doorway. Uh Uh-oh. Like, awkwardly leaning against the shop. I paused for a second, then decided that as a strong, confident, slightly drunk woman, I would be fine just quickly moving past him to get inside. No, 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 no. So I kept my head high and marched past the man to my door without incident. As I entered the code to the building, I couldn't help but be bothered by something. The guy didn't even seem to acknowledge me, which oddly weirded me out. Mm -hmm. So like a genius, rather than go upstairs to the safety of my place, I peeked my head out and looked at the man. Nope. He seemed a bit like a hipster, buffalo plaid, beard, tattoo, etc., and the dude straight up wasn't moving. So I say to him, hey, buddy, you okay? Only slightly hating that I said buddy for some reason. (laughs) I kind of love it, but okay. He doesn't respond. 
So I walked up to shake his shoulder for God knows what reason, and he falls on <gasps> me. So I screamed and jumped back a good 10 feet, and he's still not moving. Oh, my God. I think just go inside, but I can't just leave this guy. He obviously needs some help. So I checked again, awkwardly rolling him over. It was at this point my drunk self realized his eyes had been open this whole time. Oh, my God. He was kind of stiff. His eyes were somewhat glossy. No oh pulse or signs of breathing. He was dead. God. Oh, my God. A dead man leaned up standing. against... Standing. Fucking... That defies gravity. Well, I guess slouched. He sure. probably got... Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. There's that's more, not, right? That's not important. That's not important. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> trying to get myself out of that oh, headspace. Oh. It was at this point I probably realized, despite my day drinking, I was not drunk enough for this shit. Well, Amen. could you ever be, really? I called the cops, and to the credit of the San Antonio Police Department, they were there in a heartbeat, but they did keep me around to answer some questions and such. I didn't actually go upstairs until about three in the morning. Ugh. I gave my cat some food and grabbed one more beer because, damn, I needed it. Yes. Uh, I got into work the next day with about three hours of sleep, and oh. when my boss started teasing me for being so out of it, I defensively yelled, I found a dead guy. It's been a difficult 12 hours. <laughs> I later learned the poor guy had overdosed and just oh. felt awful that rather than being surrounded by friends or family when he passed, he oh. was found by a stranger wearing a hat that said salty. Oh. Uh, but I guess sometimes uh, them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. Yeah. Is that a thing? I think so. Okay. We're hip and happening. Sure. I'm I'm happening. I don't know about the hip part, apparently. <laughs> so yeah, uh, drugs are bad, okay? That's all I've got for you two for now. Um, I do have some more paranormal stories. I will send at a later date, but for now, I'll just leave with this gem. Love and Bucky's beaver nuggets to you all, Leah. Whoa. That is bana- Dude, I did not expect that's where that was going to go. I thought for sure it was going to be much more, like, violent. Or, like, or he, like, stalked like, her to the yeah. room. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not glad that that's what happened. No, but no. at least she was safe the right, whole time. Right, 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 And at least somebody found him. Oh, my God, that's yeah. so scary, dude. Yikes. Of all things, I mean, yeah. the odds of that, that is just wild. Whew. Anyway, we were in San Antonio, right, at the Riverwalk? Yeah. Aww. Oh, Uh-oh. oh, oh! We had a much different time. <laughs> really? Oh, 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 oh! Oh my goodness! Okay, wowza! Well, thank you, Leah. So the theme is still kitty, kitty cats. <laughs> by the way, in case anyone forgot, it's been pretty on point. I think cats throughout. and Santa Claus. Yeah, the thread. I think the theme seems to be trauma because everybody's like <laughs> experiencing so quite a fucking traumatic event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, including maybe this from Blair. Hi, Blair. So this is called Odd Lights on the Horizon. Parentheses, an alien, and then another parentheses, question mark, and mm. parentheses, listener story. Okay. And parentheses. I see. Hi, I'm Christina Gio. I want to start this off with a thank you for you guys putting all the time and effort into making this podcast come to life. Mm, you're welcome. I do uh, it for you. Just for you, Blair. I've never really listened to podcasts much. I don't often have the attention span. And somehow this is the one that, <laughs> that got through. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll give it to you. But I found your podcast on Spotify on my birthday, my 21st. I'm officially legally team wine. Yay. Woo and I've binged my way up to episode 40 from the 6th to the 21st. So, wow. oh, your birthday's the 6th. That's 456. Happy birthday. Oh, wow. Sorry we didn't read you in birthday month. I guess you were still finding us. Then. It's okay. We were still finding ourselves. We're still finding ourselves. Yeah, that's a, that's a, a lifelong process, I think. <laughs> All I know is that I can speak Afrikaans. I learned that today. I'm happening. I'm happening. And you're happening. Yeah. My story is an alien one. Yeah, well, that's that's the best part. Hells, yeah. Love it. Love it. 
Every year when I was living with my parents, we would go to the same soccer field to watch fireworks on the 4th of July. Every year without fail, I would see a handful of three to five lights that would float just off to the horizon before the show and just after sunset. They always floated, suspended, occasionally fading in and out of existence and would disappear just before the show began. Every now and then they would disappear from one spot and reappear seconds later farther away from what could have been a plausible aircraft traveling distance. And sometimes one light would disappear and reappear as several. Oh, okay. No one ever saw them when I pointed them out. <laughs> That's not a good sign. Shoot. <laughs> Especially okay. as a kid. Like, oh. yeah, exactly. Not family or friends or previous relationship partners. I never thought they were anything supernatural or alien as a kid until they continued to show up every 4th of July, no matter where I was or whether or not I was waiting for a fireworks show. Very interesting. We're reading this for the July 1st. I was going to say, very... Oh, that's the theme, actually. Independence. I, oh, okay, I see Eva, yes. Uh, Eva's like, yeah, duh, I did this on purpose. No, but that, you know what's creepy about that? It means in, like, five days they're going to see them again. Oh, God. The lights. We're I, not going. I, am I invited? No. Oh. <laughs> you are. Maybe you. I'm not going. Five days? Oh, five days from right now. Yeah. Okay. I was like, one plus five is... Okay. <laughs> a few years ago, I decided to take a personal road trip into the local mountains. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't like the start of this sentence. Immediately, this is Immediately, a bad Immediately, maybe don't do this. A few years ago, I decided to take a personal road trip into the local mountains to picnic on July 4th. Knowing that you see these creepy things? Okay. I would be like, July 4th is the day that I never leave my house Correct. Now. This is my basement slumber party time. Right, right, right. While I was driving through the winding Coal Creek Canyon, I saw the same lights above the horizon after dark. Shortly after, a car behind me began flashing their brights at me. Assuming it was someone who wanted to pass me, I pulled over and waited for them to drive past, but no car ever did. Nope. I pulled back out and continued my drive and the headlights reappeared in my rearview mirror. Nope. Flashing their brights again. This happened once more before they finally disappeared and immediately after I watched Immediately after, I watched as the alien lights that had previously been on the horizon passed me overhead before also fading out of sight. I recently met someone who shared these experiences with me, having seen them on the horizon every fourth. What? In the same way, no matter where he was either. Maybe there's one little, like, community of people across the stratosphere. Maybe they're, like, somehow connected to this Like indigo children or something. Yeah. Hmm. Alien, gray children. Right? Oh, yeah. Gray. Yeah, I like that. It has a, less of a ring to it, I guess. <laughs> gray kids. Nope. Okay. We'll, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll work on it. Yeah. We'll, we'll shop it. No matter where he was either. And so far, he is the only person I've ever met who has. We have plans to get together this 4th of July oh. and see what happens. Holy shit. Wait a minute. That's so great. They better be recording this. Dude, you have to update us immediately on this, please. We can do like a mid-month update or yeah, something because yeah, yeah. I need to know. Like, what if... Like, oh my god, two of them in the same place? Like, maybe, oh. maybe, maybe that's not supposed to happen. Maybe, I know. Maybe the aliens were always hoping they would never find each that other. super freaky. Also, stay somewhere safe. Please don't go out into the mountains again with Bring someone that you just Bring a fire extinguisher. Bring a flare gun or something. But I mean, even for two people that just met, maybe like be in a public <laughs> Oh, right. Yeah, sure. That too. <laughs> I don't know. Sending. Now I sound like a mom. I'm sorry. Okay. Sending Gio and everyone in the ATWWD family my best, Blair. Oh, holy crap. Alien stuff. Personal alien stories <sighs> get me. Because it's like, it's not like, you know, an old report or something. It's like yeah. someone literally saying, no, that's what I saw. The headlights behind them, like flashing their brights. And you know you're not making that up when you're driving in the dark by yes. yourself. And you know that they're right. They're, yeah. doing, they're intentionally communicating with you. I don't Ugh. know. 
forget about it. And also, please don't forget about it because I want to know all about <laughs> it in three days. Okay. So usually we only do six episodes, but we do have a bonus six, or six stories. But we, do like, have, we are not doing six episodes. <laughs> but we do have a bonus story this time around. So. Eva was like, maybe something a little uh, less heavy. So Well, this is already less heavy because the uh, writer's name is the Tater Tot Fairy. <laughs> so I don't know. That sounds pretty dark to me. It sounds like <laughs> the Tater Tot Fairy has a checkered past. <laughs> So, uh, the subject line is something lived in their ceiling. This sounds pretty fucking dark, but okay, we'll see where it goes. So, uh, the story goes, hi, I'm Christine, Eva, Gio, and Lemon. Oh, Lemon says hi. Yep. You uh, hear that? I'm Victor. Hi, Victor. And recently learned about a story from my fiance about something very creepy that happened to them. Okay. When my fiance was younger, they lived in a house they thought was haunted and they used to be an avid believer. I still am. Uh, <laughs> they were in middle school and their parents were both at work. Their brother wasn't born yet and they were home alone only with the cat and dog. The house was a duplex. The neighbors didn't have any pets and were gone to work as well. So there was no one in the building at, at all besides them and their animals. Mm -hmm. uh, they suddenly heard three loud banging noises. Like when cops knock on doors, like bang, bang, bang. Oh, nope. That's not a good sign. And it was on the inside of their garage. Whoa! The knocking was on their garage door. Uh-uh. The door was completely closed beforehand, so it wasn't the door falling by itself and making noise. Um, right before it happened, their dog was looking at the door with the tail tucked between her legs. Oh, no. Um, her teeth showing and growling, and their dog was clearly very angry. I know this dog, and she doesn't do this unless there's something like a human or a squirrel or another dog. So there's got to be something there that's making this dog act Either like this. Either a human squirrel or another dog. <laughs> a yeah. Or a, a human squirrel that looks like a dog well, or something see, like now that. Well, see, that would be quite the story. That would be the one. They grabbed a knife like the smart cookie they are and turned on the garage light and looked around. There was no one there, and they didn't hear anything move like a car door, which would which they would have because they were inside a quiet house attached to the garage sure. and you can hear everything they looked behind boxes in the infamous garage freezer and there was nothing there the ceiling in the garage was always missing panels but they assumed it was ghosts because you know believers think everything is a ghost yeah i know about how m thinks don't worry <sighs> it was a ghost um but now that they are more skeptical leaning they've been wondering what the banging was if not ghosts it was ghosts in case you forgot um and blah, 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 blah. what if someone was living inside their fucking ceiling they didn't think about that until just recently but they think that someone could have been living in their garage ceiling without them ever knowing and what? that's why they drink so apparently they Wait, think, hold on so they think someone could have just been living in their ceiling the whole time because the panels were moving around because they kept missing panels oh, forget it okay i think i missed that i like didn't get that okay. yeah so the panels were missing like regularly and they thought it was ghosts just like getting rid of panels see no see that's when you got to get a little bit like someone who's like oh maybe we should call the police i don't know so apparently there was bang 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 above the garage all the time or in the garage or in in the ceiling within the garage right? yeah and uh and then they would lose panels so it sounds like someone was living in their garage for sure I wonder they should have kept track of that freezer, seeing what got, goes missing in that freezer. Oh, yeah. They should have left, like, popsicles in there during the summer. The best kind of popsicles. Just to see if they got stolen. Some of those, like, uh, those, like, uh, what are those called? Freeze pops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, a bunch. Uh, so that's their story. They occasionally listen to your podcast when I put it on around them, and I've heard everything. I've heard everything. And I've heard every episode. One of the true crime stories even happened in my hometown. Oh, I God. I forget which episode, and I can't find it. 
But I want to say thank you for all your entertainment, and I love every single episode, especially the more grotesque ones. Double Team Milkshake and one hashtag Team Lemon. Yay! Team Lemon, thank you. Thank I you. like how one of them is Team Lemon. They're like, no, but that's too far. Well, thank you, Tater Tot Fairy. <laughs> Victor, right? Victor. Thank you, Victor. I appreciate it. Oh my god, and thank you to your fiancé for By the way, yeah, story. someone was in your fiancé's ceiling for sure. Sounds like it. That's spooky. That's scarier than a ghost in your garage, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yes, a thousand percent. No thing. And especially if you're home alone as a middle schooler with a knife, like... Right. And your dog is scared. See, that's when you know, like... Firm pass. Nah. Anyway, all right. Well, thank you guys for the stories. Thank you, Eva, for hand for curating our collection today. I can't believe cats is the theme. I shouldn't have seen it all. We along. should. I think the theme every month has been cats. Mm, I think so. Since the beginning. Thank you guys, and we will hear. We will tell you more stories in August, unless we hear from Blair and their uh, alien UFO sightings. experience. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much, and uh, send in your stories. And that's why we drink. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.